800 Radio. I really hate. I really hated to, to to interrupt that song because I like it so much. No, seriously, I do. Shout out to Kendrick for dropping a great album. But 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 we gotta pause. Uh, welcome everybody to K1 Radio. I'm your host Blizzard. Thanks for tuning in to the show. 347-934-0966. That's the number dialed to the show. 347-934-0966. That's the number dialed to the show. Um, I got somebody on the line with me today. I got a heavy hitter in the game with me today right now. And I got somebody I want to talk to. I'm going to bring on to the broadcast. Welcome to another episode of our Direct Line uh, Artist Interview Series right here over at K1's Radio. I really appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, thanks, everybody, for hitting up the phone lines and everything. Uh, again, www.k100radio.com. That's where you can hear us uh, live. Uh, if you want to listen to us Also we're on TuneIn Radio You can hit us up over there uh, But right now I got somebody on the phone line with me That I want to bring on the line And this person has been uh, a staple in the music industry for a long time now He does a very, very, very dope uh, retreat Called the Core DJ Retreat But we'll get into all that Don't worry about all that Just just, just pump your brakes I got the OG, uh, triple OG OG, OG, OG Mr. Tony Neal is on the line Welcome to the broadcast, sir What's going on, brother? Thank you for calling the K1's Radio. Thank you for taking the time out to be with us. Uh, we really appreciate it. So how's everything going over there with you? You sound, you sound like sound like you've been doing this radio for a minute, though. <laughs> I've been not nowhere yeah, near. Man, you, sound like, you sound like you're supposed to be on the radio. Right? <laughs> well, nowhere near long as you, brother. You know what I'm saying? Nowhere, nowhere near long as you. And I really appreciate you taking the moment to call in and uh, chop it up with us. I got a lot of things I want to talk to you about, talk to you with, and uh, ask you a couple questions, you know. Uh, and we'll get into all those things, but for the most part, please just formally introduce yourself because we got people listening, and sometimes people listen to us. Maybe they're overseas or something. I know you got a worldwide name, you're a big dog, but maybe they never heard of you. So, can you officially just introduce yourself to the to our broadcast for the first time? Thank you. Uh, Tony Neal, uh, CEO of the Core DJs, among other things, but that's the main thing. The Core DJs. All right. So now, yo, founder of the Core DJs. Right. Yeah. Okay. So for the laymen's out there, people who may not necessarily know exactly what uh, Core DJs is, it's the DJ Coalition. And if you don't know what a DJ Coalition is, then basically that is. Uh, let me let me let me let me help with, let me get you a, let me get a different definition for you because some people uh, call this a crew and it's not a crew. Right. So I want to get that clarified. Like it's a little bit bigger than the crew. It's a little bit more intricate and more detailed than just a crew because we got not. Not only do we have DJs, we got publicists, we got, you know, people art that do all kinds of stuff. You know, it's like a one-stop shop. You know, you understand what I'm saying? So it's more like a union than a, a, a crew. But, you know, some people call it what they want to call it. You know what I'm saying? But it's a little bit more bigger than a crew. And I hate when people compare the core DJs to smaller crews because it's, it's so much more than that. You know what I'm saying? So, I understand. Yeah, it, it started off as it started off as well, we were gonna be just one of the crews, but then I thought that we needed a little bit more detail and a little more intricacy to the uh, situation. So, for us to start pulling out these conferences and all the stuff that we do now, uh, and we're having like we have been doing for the last nine and a half, ten years, we had to have more than just DJs here. You understand what I'm saying? Exactly, exactly. So I, and I was gonna, I was, I was actually gonna use the word union because I was well. Like you said, I'm kind of sort of a professional over here. I actually read the bio and read right up. So I was going to make sure I didn't refer to you guys yeah, as a yeah. DJ crew. I was going to make sure I said union. Because at this point, you've got people, you know, uh, you got the likes of Big Ticker and other people, other big-name DJs on FM Radio. It is bigger than that. And, and, uh-huh. and I guess I look at it like this. You say, okay, 
what what do unions do? Unions protect uh, workers. Unions make sure workers are compensated and paid for what they're worth. And that's the definition of a union. It's it's, it's, it's a coalition of people yeah, definitely, coming together. So, right. So we, uh, we, yeah. we use all our connections to try to get people work. Bro, you know, we uh, we use our connections to help each other. You know, be better and what we do, better DJs, better publicists, better everything. You know what I'm saying? Better people. You know, and and also, if 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 people do stuff outside of the music industry, we also help each other with that. Like just for example, somebody sells real estate. You know what I'm saying? We can give them a good lead and and, and something. To, you know, help them come be comfortable to be a better person in the industry. You know what I'm saying? Anything to make the people that we deal with comfortable to be better in what they trying to accomplish you understand me so that's that's what we do exactly so at, at this point at this point in the game with the with the core djs and, and the dj the dj for at the beginning of uh, at the onset of hip-hop they were in the forefront and then they got pushed back to the back by the artists and the super producer and everything and then around the turn of the century they kind of did a 180 a little bit after that it, it kind of did a 180 and the djs became back to the forefront to this point where now djs have quote-unquote record deals and some artists can't even get record deals. The role of the DJ is to come over the A and R and everything. Now I know in your position, of course, that's great. Some people say that was that's been detrimental to the game. Why would you? What, give me your reason, your number one reason for disagreeing with that notion. I mean, shit. I never heard nobody say it was detrimental to the game. I never heard nobody say that. That's my first time ever hearing somebody say something about a, a DJ being detrimental. Period. You know what I'm saying? The only thing that I feel is detrimental to the game is DJs that say they're DJs and I don't really, they never study the history. Or, I don't, I don't have a problem with technology, but if you ain't studied where, where it came from in the history, you just grab the computer and stop pressing buttons and I got an issue with that. And, um, also, when you don't play records, when you don't break records, you're not a DJ, period. You know, DJs are the first wife. That's where we got the name Core DJ from. It started from the center. Everything that surrounds DJ, every every record that comes out, no matter what format it is, it started with a DJ playing at first. So that's where we got the name Core DJ. A lot of these cats got these names. They don't know where the fuck they came from. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? So right. they just came up with a name. But it, it's a meaning behind that name. And, you know, that's why we use that name Core, the center. Center, hip-hop, center. R&B, the center of whatever, EDM, whatever it's called, a DJ played it first, you know, the, you know, so that's where we get that name from. So, that, I mean, I don't, I never heard nobody say anything about um, a DJ well, releasing a record that was detrimental. I mean, you well, got, you know, you had DJs been releasing records forever, Grandmaster Flash, and, right. you know, I never heard nobody say that. Maybe, I guess, I guess. Maybe some I, new niggas said that. Right. Uh, well, I don't know. I want to. I want to. I want to make sure I get it in the proper context, because I got to make sure I get everything in the proper context for this conversation. What I was saying was, when you juxtaposed it over over the over the floating theory in the industry, and I'm pretty sure maybe you've heard it said this way that when that DJs, of course, you guys are the record breakers, you guys are the backbone of the industry. But some would say, well, now DJs have gotten to the point where they 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 spend music based on how much they're paid and not necessarily breaking music that is quote unquote good or whatever. And that took and it and it, and it made the industry turn. To a certain to, to the left a little bit. That's exactly what I'm talking about. When I, when I just supposed to go talk about that. Let thing. me ask you this: Haven't yeah. haven't always been a situation where they got paid to play some record? Haven't always been like that. I, I just never known. You know, they they name it what they want to call it, but uh, I thought it was always a situation where cats did promo. I, I never yeah. I never heard no. I never really heard nobody do shit for free. And now, unless a break, you breaking a record, you broke a record because you took that record up on yourself. And you got what that person 
built a relationship with him uh-huh. and gave him your record. See, what happens is a lot of these cats come shoving records in DJ's faces and thinking DJs are obligated to play the records, and that's when you start getting hit with the charges instead of getting instead of building a, a solid relationship with them. Or I hate cats that come and beat around the bush and play with you about other shit and invite you to eat breakfast and all that. Nah, I don't, don't, don't want to eat. I don't want to do none of that. Just tell me what you got. Let's make it. Let's make it happen. Let's get together. You can build a solid relationship with somebody honestly. I can right. have people walk up to me honestly, and and you can look them in the eye and tell them it's serious. You know, I and you know, and, and some like I just seen this young girl um today from Chicago, 16 years old. She got that. Uh, Neo Soul kind of vibe dope you know what I'm saying uh-huh. and I listened to her record and I found out she was on World Star too. but the girl is dope you know what I'm saying and, and she ain't gave me nothing right you know and that's that's the job and that's the job of a DJ you understand me and I, I tweeted hit Erica Badu which you know she's a part of the family right. and I told her to go listen to her you know, that don't cost nothing you know what I'm saying right like you know to you know I think that um we hold each other back too much from favors you know what I'm saying a lot of cat, you can tell that somebody really serious and somebody that won't microwave results. You know what I'm saying? Like you can tell somebody that's been in it for a minute, family been in it, putting all the hard work behind somebody, and they serious 24/7. And you can also tell some. Hey, I, I, can I cuss on here? Yes, can you I, can. can. Please, by all means, Get, okay, I, I, yeah, K100. Right. Please. And you can also tell, you can also tell artists and DJs that do it for pussy. <laughs> Yes, you can, sir. I concur. And, and that's the one. And, that's the one, and, that, and more than likely, more than likely, that's the one that that's the good tax. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just wanted. I, yeah, I, that's I, the one. That's the ones that. That's the ones that get taxed. That's the ones you ain't got time to play with. And yes, you're gonna charge them. All right, that's I, it. I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm really glad that you broke that down and said that because, of course. Over at K100 Radio, we deal with a, a plethora of independent artists. But, you know, I, I, I told people when we started the broadcast, you know, two years ago, we went 24-7, we went live with this thing. And, and we were just only kind of sort of dealing with independent artists. And then I started adding DJ mix shows. And now we're up to 22 DJ mix shows on the station. And it brought me, it brought me more into the world. And it gave me a, a far greater understanding for my seat. From the DJ side, from 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 the way DJs thinking everything. Of course, I had already been new. I've been in the music industry, so I knew plenty of DJs. But then, when you work with them directly, personally, on a daily, constant basis, you really get an understanding of what it is. And so, I know the things that you are saying to be true. But I like for people like you to say them out loud. And let me say this. Let here. me say this, man. It's, <laughs> it's always going to be a constant battle yeah. between the DJ and the artist. And some artists come into DJs. Some DJs turn into artists nowadays because everything is so watered down with computers. And it's easy to do that, you know what I'm saying? Right. If you got partial lyrics, you can become a rapper. You know what I'm saying? If right. you got semi skills on a computer, you can become a DJ. You yeah. understand me? It's right. not it's, everything is everything. So it's a thin line between the hate barrier between the artist and the DJ. You understand me? All DJs hate artists and all artists hate DJs, but they gotta work <laughs> together. You know what I'm saying? They gotta saying? work together. I and, don't uh, yeah. You know, and people go so far as to creating crews within labels and thinking that these that the uh, crew is responsible for playing their records, and that shit don't work either. You know what I'm saying? Like after a while, it's cool. (laughs) It's cool after a while. You know, I saw that. You know. I, I, but I saw I saw someone I saw I know I saw an example of what you're saying and, and at first in my brain I'm like maybe that'll be a good idea I guess because you know but at the at the end of the day and it works for a minute that works it works for a hot second 
uh-huh. until the DJ started feeling some kind of way after the label. But DJ, you hold yourself out. You did that, uh, joined the label and called yourself Slip and Slide DJ, and you hold yourself out. You understand me? So don't, you know, these these these, these DJs flip-flopping, switch the crews and, <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, man, they, you know they, that's what they do. They, oh. they flip-flop and move around. And to and to the best, the, you know, try to find the best you know, situation. And after they use that all up, or if they're not getting what they think they should get out of it, they move on to the next. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And um, that's what they do. Like you know, I, I ran. I, you know, throughout my um time of doing this, I used to be DJ to DJ to DJ to DJ. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? The DJ man, I got to protect the DJ. But there's some holes out here. These DJs some holes. <laughs> and um. And, okay. Uh, All right. You know, and so I had to learn <laughs> in the last ten years. Like when we went through the whole shit, I don't know if you remember the whole shit with Young Buck and um and the whole shit with the, we had to you know make a stand because one of the DJs got jumped on. Right. You know, back in the day, and yeah. we made a stand and stopped playing Young Buck shit, and you know, program directors just pulling it out. And, you know, we weren't responsible. We just kind of spearheaded it. You understand me? So. Right. You know, with that being said, the cat wasn't even in the corner. But this motherfucker didn't even say thank you. Wow. And the person that made me realize the person that made me realize that was Young Buck. You know, wow. man, it was admirable what you did for this DJ man, but did the nigga even call and say thank you? Yeah. And I thought about it. You know, from that moment I started watching um Holly's cats move and the newer the nigga the, the more pussy that they are, the new, you know, these new niggas, is, you know, these new niggas is kind of incredible. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, just like we find these artists, just like we find these artists and they put these records out and you don't remember, it'd be a big-ass record and you don't remember that shit two years later. You know what I'm saying? That lets you know that the shit was watered down. What's well, the same thing with DJs? You know what I'm saying? They come a dime a dozen now. Chicks is modeling and they becoming DJs and they DJing better than the nigga that's DJing. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. You know, so it's, 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 it's all a bit watered down. If you don't try to build a legacy or if you don't try to promote yourself, ain't nobody, you can, nobody can promote you better than you. So when people run out here, you get assistance. And don't think that you're just going to go out here and get the people assisting you for free. Right. Exactly. It's just, man, like you, you, it's not, it's not, it's a job. It's called the music business. And people need to take their emotions out and understand this shit was the music business before we be, we created before we created hip hop. This shit was the music business before before hip. That's one thing. You know, I with stacks, yeah. stacks and Motown and all this shit was the music business. Exactly. Business. Exactly. So let me ask you this. Let's let's jump. Let's 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 change. I'm, I got all I needed to get out of you on that right there. Thank you. Let's change lanes. Four twenty four. Uh, is coming up uh, the 11, 11 years running with the uh, retreats and everything and the music industry conferences and you know something something mm-hmm. dawned on me and, and, and this is why I'm really glad I got a chance to talk to you because for my first, this is my first year going out to South by Southwest I went out there for the first time this year uh, officially as media um, and I went uh, of course I've been going to A3C for the past couple of years because it's in Atlanta but that was the first time I, I I got everything I needed and I was I felt comfortable enough to go out there on a scale I felt I needed to be going out there on and to me it was really eye opening it was a really great festival and everything to me and I've, I've, I've this is going to actually be 
my first time going to a, a core DJ event. You know what I'm saying? I've only been into I've only been into the media side of the business, like I said, for two years. You know, running this broadcast and everything. So everything is new for me. So I'm really excited that, that I'm going. You know, I'm, I, I have I haven't been to the, another one before. This is actually my first one. I'm really glad I'm going to be going. I'm gonna, I you know so, but the music industry conference and, and uh, the retreat and everything. I I think one thing that I that I know that when I go places like that, I go to network. But I promise you, bro. Every time I go to these places, I'm thoroughly disappointed in the amount of people who are not there to network, who are only there to kind of be seen. It is it just ticks me off mm-hmm. because people come to these kind of events and I'm like, bro, and people, and, I mean, even if they pay thousands, hundreds, thousands of dollars to go, and they sit back and everybody wants to be a star at these places, and I'm like, bro, I I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why because they don't have the root there, the DJ. You know, a lot of these people at these conferences, they have no damn DJs there. South by Southwest, they don't really want y'all asses there. You know what I'm saying? They don't really want you niggas in that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, niggas run out there, you know, walk around in the street and shit, don't get no badges. They complain about my registration badges, and and my shit is three days back to back to back, and it's right in your face, and you're around. As of today, I got 780-something DJs registered for the conference. Right. You know, you ain't getting getting that in no conference. Right. You ain't getting that in no conference. I don't care what you say. It's the longest-running conference in hip-hop right now. You're not getting that. And uh, because it's so, it's already built in, you know, when we open up the registration, you're going to get three, 400 out the back because of us. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, so it's already a built-in situation. And it's legit DJs. There's a lot of cats that's just not, it's not legit. <laughs> they just not, you go through my roster, you go ahead and read it. You know what I'm saying? These niggas is not legit. You know, niggas be having all these little After a while, you have to build up. Legitimacy, so you can't start fucking with these because the record is ain't gonna go. The artist is stronger than you, though. I don't, I don't, you know, you know, I whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. But nevertheless, man, the the root, the heart is missing, and if the heart is missing, and people come, like you said, they come and they don't do shit. They don't come to the, uh, they don't come to the showcases. They right. don't sit and learn. They don't get there and network with the beat with the people that are there that can help them. Exactly. They just walk around, take motherfucking selfies and shit. You right. know what I'm saying? And that you know, that's you know, that that that's what it's all boiled down to, you know? Hey. Every everybody is needy everybody is needy and thinks that people owe them shit. Right, exactly. You know, you know. I, 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 I yeah. just know that, you know, in this capacity, this is going to be my first time actually coming out as someone that's going to be covering an event like of that, uh, uh, your event as somebody that's going. And I, mm-hmm. I, I, when I come out and do stuff like that, my whole sole purpose is, of course, I have to, my goal is to talk to everybody and try to get as much content as we can so we can, you know, share it and show how big, how great of an event it was from performances and everything. That's our goal when we get there, but also to actually meet and also connect with people. And I just feel like every time I go to some, it doesn't matter if it's South by Southwest, A3C, or whatever. I'm just, I just always see from the DJ down to the artist to the producer, whoever, everybody, it just seems at some point everything gets too much like a party or a hangout and not like what I feel like all these great dope-ass events are really meant to be. We try to take advantage of it yeah. the whole time, you know what I'm saying? But I, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm, I'm really looking forward nah, to doing it. Nah, nah, you're right. Nah, listen, bro, you're right, man. It, you know, people call that shit conferences, but it's really a gathering. I wish motherfuckers would start... Uh, deciphering the difference when they say we having a conference versus a gathering. Right. Because if you get there, there ain't no structure and, and, and shit like that and the events and they have shit on the schedule like hangout day and shit like that. But nigga, this ain't no conference. <laughs> nigga, what, you, why you, what the fuck is hangout day? Nigga, enjoy the and enjoy the city day on their schedule. Like, what the fuck is that? That's not no conference, nigga. You know what I'm saying? So, 
<laughs> well, you know, when it's not something ABC, registration open, you know, got this showcase, got this showcase, got this event sponsored by such and such, such and such and such, you know, that's not, that's a, that's structure, that's a conference, get up in time, go to the next one, we got so many lazy ass niggas out here in the game, man, that they don't even want to get up, blood pressure all high, fat and shit, they don't want to get up to go to the next event because they've been out all night trying to drink shit that they're not supposed to be drinking because they unhealthy, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, that, I mean, uh, it, we, you know, hip-hop is real, watered-down, microwave results, and unhealthy niggas. You understand me? Right. Yeah. And, and, and are too many niggas in this motherfucker that don't want to give up the motherfucking torch. Don't want to give it up. They're going to hang on, 50-something, and still be trying to talk to 20-year-old bitches, all kind of stupid shit. That's, <laughs> that's what we are in the mix. This, this is what we are dealing with right now, and this is why we don't advance. And there's no way that Rolling Stones and these motherfuckers ain't put out a record in fucking 50 years and still getting $100,000 a show. Wow. 200000 a show. Yeah. You understand? They ain't put out a damn record in 40, over 40 years. Why is it? So, is it be, I, I, I said something to someone. I did. A, I did. I interviewed someone uh, about a couple of nights ago. And I said, I said this, and I want to get your take on this. And I got to ask you two more questions, and we'll be done. We're almost done in about 30 minutes. So I, I really, I got to make sure I frame everything in. So here's it. Here it is. The other day I said to someone, I said, the worst thing that happened to hip-hop music, to me personally now, I, I could be wrong, but just from my, I've been in it 15 years in various aspects, from, from started as an artist, producer, and now I became an engineer, and now when I, turned, I went over to media. That's that's where I'm at now, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so I've been trained, I went to school for this shit, you know what I'm saying, everything, you know what I'm saying? So here's my take on everything. Hip-hop, to me, suffers from wanting to be too street. There, it's one thing to say that hip-hop came from the streets, but everybody, everybody in hip hop wants to keep a code of the street rules in hip hop. When if this is supposed to be a, this is supposed to be a work. business, you know, the, you know the, what I'm saying? The, the LA, the LA music, yo, the LA music scene came out and killed that. That shit don't work. All that street shit, niggas want to dance, niggas want to rock, and the thing that killed hip hop is features. You say features? Features, features kill hip hop. Features. LL, Kumo D, and all them motherfuckers that got records are still getting played. They didn't have. 16 niggas on their record. Uh-huh. The features kill hip-hop because you're you, 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 you too overexposed. You're already on the fucking internet. That's why people can't get no show. That's why I came in and people don't want nobody to see them. Nigga, we see you. you. I got Twitter. You got Twitter, nigga. You got Instagram. <laughs> I got Instagram. You know what I'm saying? You got Facebook. I got Facebook. Yeah, you got SoundCloud. I got SoundCloud, too. I'm just like you. You ain't no different than me, so why would I pay $40, $50 to go buy a ticket to see you? So you think so you think that social so you think artists shouldn't utilize social media as much or stay social off Social media, nah, 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 nah. I think that artists should definitely use social media, but I think they should also build a solid foundation before they jump on okay. social media like that. Okay. You know, they don't have a social they don't have a solid foundation. That's why so many older cats still in the game because they need it. That's why so many older dudes still on the radio. You know, one of our topics that we got for the program directors panel that at, at the uh, and you need to be there for that that, that Friday is where is the new talent? Right. Where is the young talent that can come in and take your job, take my job, take this person's job, it's a, and, and fluently where they learn this shit and and uh, and can keep it sustained without it failing, without it faltering? Where are they at? And we have an hard time finding them. You understand what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. 
Well, I mean, I'm just keeping it real. Yeah. Not internet, not no internet DJ, not no push button nigga. I'm talking about some really that really studies the science of this music game. Where are they at? Where are the future ARs? Where are the future artists? Shit, these niggas come out and <laughs> they have a question for about a year. Right. Yeah. You don't was, hear from them no more. Right. That was my question. They, they, those are re- those are very far and few in between. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to uh, you know, yeah. really, 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 really being able to create an, a product that people will want to buy. You know what I'm saying? We had a couple of, well, had a couple of hits. Hitting Mrs. Mac. I'm about to say this. Like, I know we only got, like, how many minutes left? No, 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 no. You got as long as you want to. You know what I'm saying? But go ahead. I, I just really want to. No, nah, I really just want to just say, for people that want to hear something, uh, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm urging people to come to the conference, not just because it's my conference, because it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? If it wasn't my conference, I would go to the conference. You understand? So, right. you know. It's, 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 it's birthday bash weekend, that's one. And everybody that you want to think that you want to see is going to be in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Right. Two, you got over 800, almost close to 800 DJs registered to be in one damn spot. There's no way in hell that you can meet that many DJs. I don't care how long you run around in your in your career. You know what I'm saying? If you do it yourself, you're going to keep running into the same DJs because that's going to be your circle. Right. But you'll never run and get the relationships with DJs, come upcoming DJs, young DJs, catch these DJs. That's what I do. I catch DJs when they're younger. I, I fill them out, see if they got talent, models, everything. I don't go get the model that everybody got and run and try to grab. I grab the girl that don't nobody see, see it like that right now and, and, and help her grow, help her understand this business. You know what I'm saying? Right. Let her understand what's going on. She's taking modeling. Chicks don't have to jump and run and go get in a magazine now. They can make their own. So that's good for them, social media. You're right. You know, the girls getting booked on social media now. They ain't <laughs> even got to run and try to go get in the magazine. You understand right. me? Right. So now we take it to another level. You know what I'm saying? But that's what we do. We, I go get DJs that don't nobody know yet. I go get models that don't nobody know yet. But I see the potential and I see what they're doing and I see the grind and that's how that's why our turnover ratio ain't high in the court and that's why we still get that okay get in the motherfucker and then they start getting popular and then you start getting motherfuckers want to put them in these different little crews and shit <laughs> you know what I'm saying right and so the head start getting big and then you forget where your shit started you forget where you started you know you, you just forget where you started I understand that I get it I get it but I'll be I'll be here a lot longer than now Right, exactly. you know what I'm saying. So, because I sit, I watch, I watch so many models come up and come down. I watch so many DJs come up, come down. DJ for artists get fired. New young nigga come in. They seem like looking crazy, but they can't come back to me because it's not. It's too much like right. You feel me? Right, right. So let me too much ask- like right, but you gonna, you gonna always run into people that's not loyal to the situation at all, and that's fine with me. I'm just gonna stay loyal to what I created, and that's it. That's it. So I got one more thing. One more thing. One more thing to cross. One more bridge. Here it is. Here we are right now. I'm talking to you on internet radio. And, um, this 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 technology is 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 still in its to me it's still in its infancy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there are a lot of people taking advantage of it. This this what I do here at K100 Radio is pretty much going through the same thing across the board with uh, entertainment and hip hop. It's saturated. It's a lot of people who pop up and say they got internet radio stations or whatever. They're not legitimized. They're not licensed. They don't. They don't have the technology and everything. Yeah, because you built a solid. You built a <laughs> brand. People don't know how to build brands no more. Right. You understand me? You got yours. You got a lot of people. They they build brands, man. Right. They, so, and and you know people don't know how to build a damn brand. That's the first thing you got to do. Exactly. And you can't build a brand with the internet. 
you gotta build a brand with solid relationships. Exactly, exactly. Being out there. So I mean, you know how many internet, you know how many internet shows people try to get me on, man. I say no. Yes, I do know. That's why I'm like, yes, he's here. Yeah, you know, so it come from a legitimate source for me, right? And you give me some details on it. I'm like, I'm all right, cool, you know what I'm saying? But other than that, man, I tell these niggas no all the time. <laughs> I know, I know that. I know somebody that tried to book you, and it was like, they hit me up, and I said, I, I did just actually literally 10 minutes after that, and they inboxed me like, oh, how you get home you on the station? I'm like, bro, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? It, it, it just happened like that. You know, we, we had someone, and they reached out, and we made it. Man, we, man, listen, we go research cats. <laughs> Websites, we look at their traffic. When they, when they, when they boost themselves up to me and tell me, if they this and that, I go just go straight to motherfucking Alexa and all the other shit and go look at their shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, don't say what you are, nigga. You don't even know what the fuck Alexa is. Don't, exactly. don't do that to yourself. Don't, don't do kill it. yourself. Don't do it. Because you got cute graphics on your website, nigga. Right. Don't kill yourself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Just go check out the site, man. We popping. We popping. And I pull up Alexa and that motherfucking graph is dry as hell. Like that don't kill yourself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, just come in and say... We are we we trying to start something new. Be humble and just saying we would you mind if we we have an interview with you and so you can share some game and right. enlighten some of the people that we're trying to get to listen so we can record it and build our audience and play it over. Like give me some real shit. Don't give me that goofy shit. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So so with the technology, this is the question, and this is the, this is the question. The technology where it is right now. I feel like. The technology is really going to really going to pop off because now with them in, on, with the onside of them putting a uh, 4G LTE and all the cars and everything, uh, maybe maybe it may be, be TuneIn or some other company's going to come along and then you're going to have internet radio in your dash within the next couple of years. So man, you have that brand, right? That brand, you build that brand, you got that brand right now. You might have to switch format on what you broadcast on when you, when you try to do it for the car, right? But nevertheless, you got that brand, you know. So you see, so you, you know, people when they hear the name of that, when they hear the name of your station, they want to zoom in and say, "Damn, I got it in my car now." Well, damn, let me see if they got it in here. You know what I'm saying? I can listen to them in my car. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, so, so do you think? You know, I- that's all about that brand. Everybody know hot, hot 107.9. Everybody know V103. Everybody knows hot 97. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, right. It's your brand. Everybody go 99 jam. Like you gotta, it's the brand. Everybody know the core DJs. Like, heavy, you know, everybody heavy hitters. You know the brand. It's that brand. You know what I'm saying? So matter, no matter what DJs come in and out, this motherfucker is that brand that's been built and solidified. You feel what I'm saying? That's the most thing you got to protect the most. No matter what the hate that you get, whatever hate that you get, if your brand is strong, it can sustain anything. You understand what I'm saying? So that's, right. that's what you work on. Keep creating and building that brand and, and, and longevity. That's what you work on. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You build a solid group first and then you use the social media to help it expand. That's what's up. Well, you know I'm, what I'm saying? You can't you can't jump on solid you can't jump on social media and build a solid group first. The root is relationship. <laughs> it doesn't root work is, that way. You know what I'm saying? Work that way. You gotta go out. I tell people all the time, man, you know, I you know, the number one thing with us is we was we was at we was at all the places, we was at all the events, you know what I'm saying, out shaking hands and you know what I'm saying, meeting people, you know, at the end. That's of the right. Day. That's what you're supposed to do. But I'm a hood nigga. Listen, I'm a hood nigga, but I was also on some geek shit too on the low. I mean, I just wasn't telling no nigga, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> but listen. Nigga, I, I've been, I had social media before they call it social media. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Like, I was fucking with, you know, I, I taught myself how to use a computer. I got an old computer and dug it in and fixed it myself. I taught myself how to do that. You understand what I'm saying? I had internet cards. Remember the internet cards and yeah. shit I had? I hate I, I remember days of sitting up, I, yeah. I remember days of sitting up using them in their cards and 
waiting for that motherfucking noise to go out and the shit <laughs> cut off and have to start over again. Like, nigga, they don't remember none of that. None and that's that. just like DJs that don't remember how to carry crates. Right. I had a great See, time. I'm a, I, read a, I read up on Motown. I read up on stacks. I read up on rock and roll. I read up on jazz. I read up on shit like that. These dudes don't build solid bases to have something to combat new niggas that come in just on some internet shit. You know, the core DJs is built on a solid base of solid DJs that came from backgrounds of doing solid work before the internet came. You know what I'm saying? Right. You, you can't, you know, you, you gotta, you, it, it's a difference, like, you know, it's, it's, it's a difference. You know, people just jumping up with nice cute t-shirts on and shit, that's in chain with time. And that bullshit, that ain't nothing. <laughs> you know, it's about, work. it's about a loyalty, it's about, it's about putting your people in position. Not if you, even if you don't put them in position financially, you, you give them encouragement to be better and to, to help them, uh, grind like you you know you grind and they see you grind and they come grind with you and y'all get together and y'all make some shit happen together that's what it's about man exactly exactly yeah, well, that's I, what it's about thank you, you know what i'm saying you know but these, these niggas so selfish nowadays but and you know uh, I can water t- down niggas just water down these reality shows they just water down they oh you water down you know reality i could i could do a whole we could talk another hour about all of that but yeah i could yeah, yeah. all of that is it's yeah, all to me it's all tied well, to you know, so yeah, it's all tied to a mentality it with, the person. You, you, you know what i'm saying yeah you make it work make it work you know make it make it work for you don't let that don't work for it you feel me you know what i'm saying like these yeah <laughs> i know i know bitches that was on the first season of motherfucking flavor of love and still got vh1 bitch, bitch, reality man shut up <laughs> why you still got that in your bio like what? you know what i'm saying like <laughs> reality style get the fuck out stop stop you know what I'm saying? Ah, uh, you know, flavor. So, yeah. They said yeah. flavor of love, bro. Ugh. Yeah, still, still flavor of love. <laughs> Stop it. K100. K100 Radio, man. We, Reality I just, I just, star host. Stop I, it. I just had a talk with one of the... I had a very entertaining com- a conversation with the, uh, the homie Tony Neal, man, head of the core DJs, and we're going to be attending this uh, core DJ retreat. And if you're in Atlanta, if you're not, you need to drive, you need to get here, you need to make sure you do it. Real quick, brother, tell them exactly where they can get all the information that you need to go, to go find it at. Man, coredjs.com. Simple. Coredjs.com. I'll call the, uh, the line 877-333-9940. You know what I'm saying? Tell these DJ crew to get an 800 number. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm just trying to fuck with you. Niggas get cell phone. Hello? Nah, nigga. Tell a nigga to get a cell phone, get an 800. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Tony <laughs> Neal. I'm going to talk to, I'm going to let Tony Neal go. I'm going to talk to Carmen in a second. So I'm going to bring her on the line real quick. I told her I was going to holler at her now, ask her a couple questions right. from a PR standpoint. But thank you, brother. I really appreciate it. Right, cool. Thank you. Absolutely, man. It was a great conversation. All right, All right thank you. Okay, yeah. Hey, one's ready, man. Don't go anywhere, pause. We're not going to change over real quick. I'm going to bring Miss Carmen, uh, one of the, uh, the, the young lady who actually facilitated that great interview with Tony Neal. I'm going to bring her on the line. She's actually PR. She's actually working with the core DJs. But I wanted to make sure I get a chance to bring her on the phone lines also and let her talk a little bit about the, the PR side of the game, about everything that's involved with that, though. So this is like a double whammy for you guys. School is in session. Hope y'all paid attention. <laughs> K100 Radio. Miss Carmen. Carmen, what's up? Welcome, babe. 
today. We are great, and we're glad to have you. Thanks for tuning in to the show again. Shouts out to everybody that's listening, man. I was going to do it where I was going to take calls and all that, but he was just talking so much and giving out so much game. I just didn't answer the phone. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I, I was over here laughing because, <laughs> see, I know Tony. <laughs> right. So, I'm like, yeah, he's going to tell the truth. And when he said, can he cuss, I'm like, you already did that. So yeah. why you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, listen, so listen, yeah, Carmen. I got some questions for you from the PR side of the game. And, of course, you know, I'm going to ask you a, sure. a, a Q&A. From the PR side of the I meet I meet PRs all the time. Here's the first thing. A lot of, I would say, if, I'm pretty sure you know this, but most artists, most people coming into the industry, they mix PRs up with managers for some reason. I don't know why. You know what I'm saying? They mix, oh, and, and we're booking, they mix it up with, P, they mix PR, booking agent, and manager up all into like one person and i see it all the time and people don't understand those are really three distinct different jobs so you know i, I absolutely I, publicists and all this it's different you know it's it's it's, it's public relations it's, it is if you really look at what they are called you should know that they're different but for some reason people just don't get it but let me let me the, the, the hardest part true. right so the hardest part about being a pr is what what's the one thing that you just constantly have to feel yourself like god damn it not this again <laughs> well, I mean, it's actually, it comes from different aspects of, you know, the music industry. They they want me to be a DJ, me personally, right. because I am, you know, PR for the official core DJ. They want me first and foremost to be a DJ. Then I, I got to develop you. And then, you know, um, you want public relations. I, I, I need the artist to know and your listeners to know my question always when you call me I'm going to ask you are you PR ready and it is just that simple it is it's not a trick question or anything of that nature and what I mean by that is do you have all of your eggs in the basket my whole thing is a lot of artists want you know they want PR but you don't have a website you don't have a bio. You don't have professional pictures. You have you have Instagram pictures. That's not gonna work. Uh, you know, it's just a, a a whole different. It's just God. I can't even I can't even talk when it comes to that because it's like they want so much out of us, but yet you haven't invested in your career. Invest in the simple things, and then those other things will come. You know, it'll make our jobs easier. We have something to talk about. So when I Google you. Don't tell me to Google you, and then I Google you, and I can't find anything, not even MySpace. So, you know, get your game together, and then come, you know, for PR, because PR is not promo. PR is getting you media relations. PR is, you know, getting you in magazine placements, blogs, things of that nature, because, again, someone needs to be talking about you. If I'm not talking about you or another PR is talking about you, why would you and anyone else want to interview them on the radio? Exactly, exactly. And that's the thing I get. I think I think artists, you said something that was that's basically the point. If you don't, there's no need for you to call and talk to a PR if you don't even have a buzz first. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're, 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 the, they're there to help the buzz that you got get rec- to, to get acknowledged and recognized in other outlets. But, like, if you come to me and you say, and you're a PR and you're like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I want you to interview my artist and blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, your artist is like really, 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 really unknown. But yet, 
Don't get me wrong. Right. I have, I have, I have, and listen, I have relationships with PRs. Like some certain PRs can hit me up, and I trust that when they hit me up and they bring me an artist, we, of course, you know, we have different things that we charge for over here at K One's Radio. I, I just keep it one hundred. Certain shit, we, we we charge, we charge for interviews for for for. for for certain people and certain people we don't because certain people we feel like will actually bring an audience to us because they have a fan base that's why it doesn't make sense for us to charge right. them for the interview but if you're an artist and you're unknown and you, you really don't have a fan base then you're basically re- eating up airtime over here at k one Radio of course we gotta charge you for that for our time to talk to you <laughs> and all we get yeah we gotta right. fucking charge you for that that's why you get charged and that's why some people don't so I have certain PRs when they say I'm working with such and such clients you know not to call and ask me for the favor interview if I if you hit me up and you say this, this, and then, I, and then I go look at this person and I, and, I, and I do my little quick research, my little quick research, and they ain't shit. And I'm like, why are you trying to come over here and get the free, trying, trying to get the free interview for this particular, because they paid you to do the PR work, but you want me to do the interview for free. You know what I'm saying? But okay, the artist right. is like nobody. You right. ain't bringing me a, you're not bringing me Tony Neal. You're not bringing me 2 Chains. You're not bringing me, you know what I'm saying? You're not bringing me Dolph. You're not bringing me, you know what I'm saying? You're not bringing me nobody who right. already has a fan base. So when I say, hey, I'm interviewing this person right now, people see it and they tune in. They're probably going to log off when I start talking exactly. to this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So Exactly. It's, it's, <laughs> I, I, and, and I'm always putting in this precarious position. Some PRs get it, and they only hit me up, and they bring me people that's worth me, that's worth the favor. So they're like, look, look who I brought you, Blizzard. And I'm like, great. And then they bring me a couple of people, and then, right. and then they hit me, and they be like, well, I got this one kid. He ain't nobody. But I'll be like, but yeah, you brought me such and such and such. I got you. I'll do the interview for you on the house. And it's like, again. Like Tony Neal said, relationships and building up shit. But some PRs, building relationships, right? Right. Some people exactly. PR. Some people say they PRs and stuff. And we got just like just like in DJs, internet radio, rap producers. It's people in <laughs> PR that are fake PRs. You know what I'm saying? They just calling themselves PR. Yes. All they really is is just trying to be managers for independent artists. You ain't really got no plugs because right. you coming to me and like you know you bringing me some real star studded person. I'm like this motherfucker ain't you know. But you want it for free because you're a PR. I'm like, just because you're a PR doesn't mean shit. You know what I'm saying? We gotta, it's gotta make right. sense for everybody. You know what I'm saying? You know, so I don't know, but I get that. I get that. That's what I get a lot from quote unquote PRs. You know what I'm saying? And you know, it's kind of crazy. I'm sure. Kind of sure. crazy. It really is. <laughs> it really is crazy, man. I'm, I'm telling you. Like I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, me either. I, I don't know as well because you know the game is it, it's saturated. Just like you know that's why I said PR is not promo. You know, I do a lot of promo. I do a lot of promo for core DJs. I do it for my clients. I do it for myself because that's what, you know, you have to do. But my whole thing is, you know, I get a lot of people to call me and, you know, that's what they say they are. They're, you know, their Twitter say all of that. And my whole thing is for artists that check these people's resources. You know, ask for a resume. Ask for their website. I get that all the time. I get beat up on Twitter. Well, what is it that you do? I think my profile explicitly tells you what it is that I do. Now, if you don't understand that part in the abridged form, then go to my website, and then you can see what it is that I do and who I work with. Because Twitter does not give you that much you know, that many characters to actually tell your whole life. Story. Right. So if a PR doesn't have a www.whatever.com, then that's where your your light bulb should be going up and be like, oh, is she really? And then I also, you know, I judge. Because, <laughs> you know, it's a competitive game. Right. So 
when some PR follows me, I don't, I, you know, I welcome them. This sisterhood. That's how I am. I'm not looking at it that you are, you know, competition or whatever. I don't do that. But what I will do is go to your website and see if it's blogger-based or Tumblr-based and see, you know, how you get out. So if you're paying $10 a year for your domain, then that's going to, yeah, I'm judging. Because right. I'm paying a little bit more than that. Not because, you know, I'm saving money, but quality brings quantity. Exactly. That's how I look at it. Exactly. So, I mean... It is what it is. You know? <laughs> I'm not nobody that actually do what they do. Just do it effectively and don't, you know, make it seem as if, you know, you're someone that you're not. And then we get the slack because I hear it. Oh, such and such is so deep this to me. I, I, so now I got to prove, you know, to this potential client that I'm not like her. Yeah. And this oh. is what I do with. Oh, listen, man, I, I have to deal with, listen, it's a, because, you know, the internet radio game is so damn ridiculously saturated. I get hit. Oh, yes, it is. It's, it's, it's so crazy that, and, and, and because of that, because of that reason, it's like, it's hard for as much work as we put in, you know what I'm saying? It's really hard for us to, we, we have, we, 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 we somehow separate ourselves from the crowd. That's true. I can, I can admit that we have, but still. It's so yes. it's still an uphill battle because it's so many people that eat, cause I, I swear I know at least twenty, I know at least ten to twenty internet radio stations who the only reason why they were created is because some other internet radio station wouldn't play their artists' music. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. They're here uh-huh. because they got mad yeah. because we, us, or somebody else who you know did a little bit more and, and took a little bit more time to make sure this thing works right. Didn't play their music, so right. they're just gonna go ahead and start their own little internet radio station. You know what I'm saying? That way they can play their shit all day long, all they want to. Yeah, that's great. But it's not but no just about listening. that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know, but that's what they do, it's, though. It's so much more than that. Yeah, it is, but that's what I'm trying to tell you. I, I see it all the time. You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah, like, like what? I know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, you and know. they don't—they don't do this. You know, the artists. I understand that you guys want—you know—you want whatever your your goal is to be signed, become be successful as an independent artist. Whatever your goal is, just be—you know—mindful of you know the quote-unquote traps that you may get caught in. Because, you know, I hear a lot of artists tell me, well, I want to be on the radio. But then when I question you about, you know, coding and coding and BDS and copyrights and all of that, then it's like, what? What I got to do all that for? (laughs) I'm like, okay, that's called so that you can get points and, you know, you can show up on the digital DRT and start getting in rotation so other program directors will know who you are and maybe if you're getting all of these fans like you say then here comes the record deal it's, it's, it's so much to this game and they think that it's just like Tony said microwavable and it's not right. it isn't it's so much work you gotta put in it you know and I mean it, I, I really stress to artists that you know that are listening to your show today to make sure, don't stand in the lobby of the Marriott Marquis passing out your damn CDs. Get you a ticket and come learn 
something, shake some hands with the program directors that's in different, you know, uh, markets that you never know, you know, if you are just that good, you never know what may happen for you. I mean, I'll use this, this gentleman as an example, and he can validate this. Uh, Cheddar the Connect, he uh-huh. performed at Core, at Core's event in Jackson, Mississippi. I interviewed him before anybody, be it Revolt TV, anybody. I had him first. It's kind of like Ray J. <laughs> I hit him first. Right. But, you know, he actually got on the stage and he did flick of the wrist. And some people rocked with it. And we kept playing. We Our DJs kept putting it in rotation. Bigger ranking. Shout out to Bigger ranking. He actually was putting it in rotation too. And now look where he is. And I'm talking about last year, September, I want to say. It was September. So he actually just, um, wait, it wasn't even five, five months right. for him to actually do what he got, you know. So it's possible. Core, core events, something could happen for you. But you got to be willing to invest that money. Exactly. And don't think exactly. of it as, oh, I'm spending this $300 to just walk around. That's, that's you. If that's all you around. do, if that's all you do is walk around, that's a you. That's a you problem. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a you problem. It's a you problem. You know what I mean? And our lineup is stupid for this that that weekend. I mean, we got the programmers direct, you know, um, panel, and we have the um, we have some night parties that actually some artists are going to be performing. But our lineup. For that night, Friday night, is going to be stupid. So know that the $300 that you're spending actually is going to get you into all the events from Friday morning to Saturday night. That's what it is. I mean, I'm sorry, Sunday. No, Monday morning. (laughs) So you actually are, you know, that $300 when that club that you couldn't get in because you wasn't dressed right or whatever, you may you're gonna get in that club because you gotta you gotta pass. Exactly. You know. So these artists need to understand what Tony Neal and the staff members have put together. This is hard work. This is not something that we just you know like other crews. As he said, you know, just come up with some idea with no structure. We have been structuring this, and pretty much everything is done. We just got to, you know, iron out some kinks and I got to do some things. But otherwise, everything is done. So it's ready to go. So It's going down. Yes, it's ready to go. And we, you know, we got you as the official radio station for the Core 24 event. So True. I know. <laughs> I clap to that. I clap to that. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, you know, I appreciate you. You know, we met through some, what is it, Salute the DJs Awards. So, you know, that was a few years back. And, you know, I make sure that I build relationships, although, you know, I lost your card a couple of times, but we got some core DJs in on uh, K100 Radio. So, I was able to get your number. So, you know, you remembered me and... That's just what it is. So it's it's so key to build relationships. 
It really Period. is. That's what it is. That's Shake what it is. hands. Got to. Shake hands and that. then follow up. Follow up. And follow up. Follow up. All right. What Carmen. <laughs> Carmen, Platinum Voice PR, thanks. I'll give out your information real quick so people can get at you also. But this is going to be on the SoundCloud and all that stuff. So, you know. Absolutely. My everything is across the board. Brand, brand, brand. At Platinum Voice PR. Website, www.platinumvoicepr. Uh, PlatinumHipHop.com is my um, blog for independent artists. I call it call you guys Platinum. I brand you as a Platinum artist. And it's only so, select artists that can be on my, you know, on my site. I don't do, you know, all the things that's coming out of Chicago. You will rarely see that going on on my site. I don't support that, you know. I support good music, and I understand the struggle because I used to be an artist myself. So, therefore, I'm a different PR with with your artistry in mind. I get it. So, mess with me, and let's take this to another level. That's all I can say. All right. And I look forward to seeing you in June on the 19th through the 22nd. Right. We appreciate you. Right. Exactly. All right. <laughs> So uh, thank you for calling in. I really appreciate it. I'm getting ready to turn it over to oh, Big you're XL. Welcome. We're, we're, we're a little bit late, but I want to make sure I talk to you. But we still got time before the next other mix show, so it'll be a little bit late. If you're listening okay. right now, K One's Radio. Uh, that was Platinum Voice PR uh, Carmen, and she's over, she, she's also over there. But she's also over there at uh, Core DJs too. So yeah, that's the one that you really need to know if you're trying to get into the entertainment industry. You make sure you holler at her. All right, we're running a little bit late, but we got Big XL. He's coming right now with a Dirty Dozen uh, Top Twenty. I'm um, a top Top Twelve Indie Countdown. Uh, if that's what you were listening, waiting for at 5 o'clock, don't worry. We didn't skip it. We just had to hold it off a little bit. And, of course, DJ Chill Wheel is coming up uh, right after that. Uh, well, shortly after that at 7 o'clock. But, again, shout out to Tony Neal. Shout out to uh, Carmen with Platinum Voice PR. We're getting ready to go live right now for Vic XL and the Dirty Dozen uh, Top 10, Top 12 Indie Countdown. Thanks, everybody, for uh, rocking over here with us at K1 Greeter. We really appreciate it. It was a great interview for another uh, another Direct Line Artist Interview Series. All right, we out. In it, in it, back right, Whoa. back here. We blazing nonstop hip-hop and R&B. What's up? K- K- K100 Radio. 24-7.